podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast. A slight revamp of our then now and the next game show, but we are still here to ultimately preview the game, the next game and discuss Rangers news. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me as always, even, is Ali Pearson. How are doing, lads? Another quiet start to the week. <laughs> A very quiet week, and Scott Gemmell. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, Scottish football it never fails to excite you, does it? Well, it's been it's been some week to be honest. Before we jump into the football, lads, what he's been doing? <laughs> the same thing, isn't it? Do you really want to know? Yeah, I will be honest. Paced last week. Yeah, caught me eyes, caught me pace. Except for my half started going walking, trying to get my my fat arse into gear a wee bit. My message has started this ten thousand steps a day thing. For like 30 days. I'm not doing that much, man. And there's no way I can get trapped. I've done three days. and I've done about 11 mile. And my legs and my feet are in agony. Like, absolute agony. Um, but it's got to be done. But I am kind of trying to get myself fit, man. Trying to get myself out of the house more. It's becoming too you easy just to sit about and do nothing. You need those stairs back up to the club deck, don't you? Oh, you get the lift. I get, I get the lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad's got a lift past mine. So I, I get the lift up my dad. So I don't even... Uh, I don't even use the stairs, um, but I just just try to get myself going. But apart from that, I mean, it's just the same stuff, really. Isn't it? And obviously, we are we are kept entertained by the the gift that keeps on giving from the other side of the city and also um, other teams. So we'll just jump jump straight into it. Um, so just before we get into the next game and kind of previewing that the Antwerp game, it's got a slightly new section of the podcast and. Each week, each one of us will bring something to the table to discuss regarding Rangers news. So, Scotia, do you want to start us off with this one? Yeah, I can do. Um, something that piqued my interest um, when it came through in email on Monday was that Rangers will be hosting um, a virtual watch-along of the upcoming Antwerp game tomorrow night with um, Clive Tildesley and our own Jermaine Defoe. Um, looks quite um, decent, this. It's um, something you know that we need to kind of get done because the fact... We're not at the games with each other. You know, we've maybe, I think we've done a Zoom call, Skype call during the Celtic game. But apart from that, we've not really done anything. So it'd be quite good to, to get this going, see how it goes. Um, so basically what it is, there's two options that we've got. There's a light package, which is 3.99, And there's a full package, which is 5.99. Now, with the full package, what you get is you get access to the virtual watch party. You get a digital match day programme. You get entry into a prize draw to win a signed Rangers top, and you get two MyJers my points. For the light package, you don't get you only get one MyJers point, and you don't get the prize draw or match day program, but you get put in a watch this virtual watch party. Now, what this watch party is, it's on an app called Hot Mike, and I, I've not used it. I've yet to download it. I'm going to get on to that later tonight. But the way I believe it works is that this syncs up with what the audio that you're listening to from the game so there shouldn't be any issues with them telling you have scored when you're still well, a minute or two behind can i ask something on that score show since you've obviously <laughs> looked into this obviously yeah. I, I i've got it in bt sports through my sky so it's it's live as can be a lot of guys watch bt through the app or whatever and you're That's lagging a minute, you're lagging a minute behind so 
what does it does it does it go with the sky live or does it how does that work then see well what i'm led to believe as i say i've not used it so i don't know for sure but what i'm led to believe is that it syncs up with the audio that you're listening to so if you've got noise coming out of your screen it should sync up that's what i'm led to believe what happens i don't know if that'll be the case <laughs> <laughs> we'll see i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it um tonight as i said and have a wee look at it but um it seems like quite a good idea do you guys do you not think it's money that's it's money <laughs> carry on i'll go first no no it's, it's it's money because if you think about it rangers don't have the revenue of us paying how much would a ticket of tonight of that game ibook's been about i don't know 40 quid maybe slightly more i don't know what it was last year so you've got fifty thousand fans not paying that so it's mainly revenue i mean a myers thing in terms of the points i mean Two points isn't really going to get you up the tears, is it? <laughs> they really need to look at my gels, but that's for another day, to be honest. That's when we're all back to normal. But I guess that's a good idea. It's innovative. It's It brings a wee bit more money into the club. I think Greg Marshall, I heard him on, he was on Heart and Hands the other night, and they'd only sold a 1,000 at that point, but he did say they were drumming up a bit more interest. So... Yeah, I think it'll float some people's boats. Other people, I don't think, will be that interested, to be honest. But it's a moneymaker. It's a positive. Yeah, I can totally get the concept behind it. I, I totally understand what the club are trying to do. I understand the lack, of, the lack of revenue due to European matches. However, there is also the lack of outgoings from the club for putting a game like this on as well. So, yeah, I suppose they've got to weigh up in that sense. And any, any extra money the club can make is a good thing. I've signed up for my jails. I'm part of my jails. My jails points. It doesn't float my boat. That's not what really why I done it. To be honest, I done it because it was a chance to put a wee bit extra more into the club. And I buy my season tickets. I, I, I buy my uh, my Rangers top whenever I can. Obviously now we can. Knowing that it's going directly to the club and whatever. And I bought my jails just because I thought, well, it's something good to be part of. And um, but I mean, in terms of my just points, I probably won't do it. Um, as I say, because I watch BT Sports through an app through my through my Xbox, um, so I probably won't won't do it. I can understand why they're doing it. If it was a direct sitting one to one having a conversation with Jermaine Defoe, it'd be amazing, and I would obviously pay for that. But you can't have two thousand people asking Jermaine Defoe questions. I'm a wee bit dubious about it. I don't know how how it's going to work. The, the, the kind of my jails system that they seem to be using. It's got potential. I, I think it definitely does have potential, but not everybody can afford to pay an extra £4, £5 on top of what they're already paying to sit and watch BT Sport. So I'm a wee bit 50-50 with it, but I can totally understand what the club are, the club are trying to do. So are you going? Are you thinking about buying it? Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it just to see how it goes, um, see what it's like. I mean, there's the, there's a chat function with it. Similarly, you, know, you see some of the podcasts that are out they have like the live chat function that goes in the YouTube comments and whatnot. They've got something similar to that. I believe I probably won't be using that. I'm primarily just doing it to listen to the Kenny, the insights from Tildesley and the Defoe. Yeah. And then obviously as well, you're hoping that some of the comments will maybe pick some stuff up because it will save me going on Twitter during the game to kind of see what folk are saying that way. Um, yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, I mean, a couple of points around the Majors points that you, you raised. I mean, the Majors points isn't a huge concern for the three years. You know, we don't really, we don't go to any away games as such. I think the only time the Majors points are going to be an issue for us is when it comes to getting cup final tickets. And even then, at the moment or previously, you were still Kenny in a bit of lottery, 
either way whether you got it or not. So that's the only reason. So I know there's about maybe a wee bit of dissent from some people that you know it's something you have to pay for to get these points, and some people that would want to go to the away games and utilise the Magyars points more won't get the chance to do do so. But I think I, I, like Ali, I um, heard um, Greg Marshall speak about it and I think the Magyars things it's something that's going to continually evolve and get get better this season has been <laughs> the worst season that it could have gotten for just yeah that is the worst yeah. season they could have imagined to launch something like this is during a, a pandemic when none of us can go anywhere or do anything um, so yeah but yeah we'll, we'll see hopefully there's a bit of an uptake for it um, as you say it's, a, it's revenue for the club isn't it? so it's got to be a positive thing um, one other thing I would say about it is it could, it's something that can also continue once we're back to normality, you know, hopefully for next season, everyone's back in the stadium and whatnot. But for people that are maybe, you know, living abroad, that they don't have a local Rangers supporter group or they don't have local friends that they can get together with, this is maybe something further that they could utilise to kind of get a bit more out of the, the match day experience than they do just sitting by themselves, you know, far somewhere far away, somewhere hot, and kind of get a wee bit more involved. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point, mate. Um, it's very good this way. Hopefully, there's a wee bit of a an uptake about it. As I say, it involves downloading an app, I think, as well. So, um, there's full instructions, I'd imagine, on the website. Scotia, is that right? Yeah, there is. I think. What? Well, sorry, it's one thing I should have said. There was important notes that you need to use the same same email address because you need to buy the tickets through Eventbrite, and then you need to download the app as well. Although I think right. you can download the app and then buy the tickets, but. Um, yeah, just make sure you use your, the same email address, your same Rangers number, otherwise you'll run into issues, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's a wee email address thing with the club already caused a bit of drama, so we don't need any more of it. So, Ali, do you want to go next, mate? Yeah, Scotia's one, to be fair, was probably one of the only real big news, but the one I, the one I was going to go with, was kind of which broke about half an hour ago there, was... But the the five players we've obviously discussed in detail in previous shows. The COVID five. The COVID five, we'll call them, rather than going through all their names, have come out in front of Rangers TV today and um, done their apology. I saw the. I've only seen the Nathan Parson one so far. He looked like he was about to cry. To be honest, he was. He was basically saying how sorry he was. He was. He was sorry to the fans. Sorry to his family how he's grew up a Rangers fan, he, he he knows it's a privilege to play for the club, etc. And basically he wants he wants a second chance from, from us and he wants to show us on the park what it means for him to play for Rangers. And yeah, so it was him, it was Bassey was there as well. Apparently he was he was quite upset as well. He apologised to his family as well again at the fans. Zungu too apologised kind of said basically because he's 28 he obviously should show an example at that age and like we all said to be honest I think he kind of hinted as if he's not going to be there next season I think we know he's not going to be there next season from Gerard's comments so yeah that was that that was one that kind of broke half an hour ago there so I, I wondered when we would hear from them they're obviously allowed back to training now with the, with the guys I'd imagine they were shiting themselves to be polite coming into training today <laughs> several figures about Al McGregor was standing there ready for them and several other ones so yes yeah I mean I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on it now the dust is settled I mean me and you Carney both said we would sack them pretty much I know Scotia you were a bit more compassionate you would maybe let them stay so what's your feelings now the dust is settled and now you've heard or you know from what they've said, has your uh, opinion changed on it? From what I've 
from what I've seen and from what I've what I've seen of the, the apologies, I, I mean, I, I'm, what else are they going to come out and say, really? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, at the end of the day, Rangers are their employers. Um, in terms of Zungu, yeah, Gerard pretty much confirmed that it's affected what they were going to do to sign him. From what I've heard as well, it's like two and a half million or something to sign him if we need to sign him. He's not shown me that we deserve to put that kind of money out to, to keep him at the club. Parson and Bassey, as I say, it's like the same thing with Jones and Edmondson because, slightly anyway, because I think Edmondson's got far more potential than Jones has, so I wasn't really bothered about Jones, and I still feel the same now. Like Edmondson's probably got the biggest chance out of they two to come back to the club. I think if Jones comes back, it'll be only to gather his stuff and leave. Parson is so promising, man, and it's so hard not to be um, double standards. I'm I'm not as raging as I was about it, obviously, uh, especially the, the way Parson's apologising. You can't help but feel kind of sorry for him. He is silly. He's made he's made a daft mistake in in terms of that. But if there was one of them players that I'd be willing to keep, it would be Parson. He is only 18 years old, and Bassey's only 20 as well. They're, they're wee boys, do you know what I mean? I, I'm, I mean, when I think about it, he's 19, I'm 32, man, like, nearly, like, so I'm nearly 33, and it's like, guy still got such a, a long time ahead of him, and he's got a lot of potential, and, well, I don't know, it's again, another one where I'm, it's like my jail's one as well, I'm sitting 50-50 with it, um, I honestly believe that Patterson will get his chance, I think Bassey and everybody else might get put out, yeah. On the kind of on the kind of loan, if you like, um, not Zungu will go. I don't think we'll see him play for Rangers again. Um, but yeah, I think Parsons probably in with a shout. Um, how I feel about it, I'm still very upset about it. I'm still disappointed in it. I'm not as angry as I was about it. I've definitely calmed down in that sense. But I would probably be looking at giving Bassey the the benefit of the doubt. And um, he's a Rangers boy. He's grew up Rangers boy, so I'd be giving him. He's I'd be giving him a second chance, I think. But the rest of them are on a shaky peg, I would say. Well, I mean, I would say just 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 for the jump to Scotia, that I would say. I mean, Scotia I mentioned the last day. Mabudi's contract's up the end of the season, so he'll be gone. Zungu will be gone. Yeah. The boy Kinnear, we've not seen him at all. So you're really going on Kinnear. Um, Bassey and Parson, so Scotia, dust settled. You still, yeah. still well, there for second the, chances. Well, the apology was the least that I expected. Yeah, I've not, I've not had a chance to see the, see the, um, the videos. I'm still catch up with them later tonight. Um, but I was the least we deserved. Yeah, in terms, I think they probably do get a wee bit of a second chance. I think. I mean, what there's ultimately there's seven of them. As you say, Zungu, no, that's not going to happen. The fact that he's 28, the fact that it's going to cost us so much money, it's not as if he's got any. He's not an asset to us in terms of getting any money in from him uh, at the moment. So, yeah, I don't think Zungu will happen the way Gerard's been speaking. I don't think it will happen. Booty's obviously was out of contract, so you'd imagine he'll be away. He'll be away down south. You'd imagine someone down in England will pick him up because he's his wee brother's away down to Man City, isn't it? His wee brother went to... Yeah. yeah, so I think a club down there will pick him up because um, he's got good good potential, I think, in Booty. Um, the other four, Jones, I, I said before, I think the Celtic thing, the tackle again in the Celtic game, pissed me off, and then the COVID thing pissed me off further. And he's and he's that bit older, so you expect more. The other three, 
I think they'll I think they'll stay, and I think part of that's due to circumstance with where they play. Jones, we've got enough players up in his position at the moment, really, that it's not a huge miss. Whereas particularly Bassey and particularly Patterson, we might be, we might have to play them at some point this season because of the, the, the situation that we're in with injuries and whatnot, and you know the cover at that position. So yeah, I would be tempted to give three of them a chance. Jones, I'm more leaning to no chance, but I would I wouldn't be overly upset if he was given another chance and he knuckled down. But there's only so many times you can do that. I I, I, I don't think they will play this season. I, I I think they'll be hammered by a ban soon. I mean Edmondson and Jones get seven matches. There's eight matches left, so I don't think we will see them. Me personally, well, I mean I mean I seen George Edmondson scored for Derby last night. He started a couple of games for them now. I seen Jones is coming off the bench for Sunderland. Personally, those two we won't see again. I don't think. I think they'll be gone. The only ones you're talking about in terms of Bassey and Parson potential. Yeah, if it was me, I'd still I would still get rid of them. To be honest, I think they potentially nearly cost us really cost us this season if they'd come back from what they were doing. I know they come out and apologise, which you would expect them to do. The only thing I could possibly see is if we bumped them out and loan for a year somewhere and says, right, you go out and prove yourself somewhere else for a year and potentially maybe come back. And we might have to look at cover for some someone else to come in at these areas. But for me, no, I'm sorry. They, they, I, I agree in second chances, but... The second chance was gone when, I think you mentioned it, Carney, when Edmondson and Jones did what they did. So for me, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's too late. Find another club. But see, when you say that, see, when you say that, Ali, does that then mean that you're giving Edmondson a chance? Or no, no I, said he, I said he would go. Him and Jones will go. I, I wouldn't give any of them a chance. Sorry. Gone. Look, I can totally get that, mate. 100%. I can, I can get why. I, I, I do think there'll be a massive split in this in terms of the fans. I don't want to speak on behalf of every Rangers fan, but in terms of me, I mean, I'm sitting pretty much on the fence with Parson. The rest of them, I'm not really bothered about them, to be honest. I don't think they're a great loss. And you, I, you are right, the fact that they nearly cost us massively this season. And they put stupid needs of themselves before anybody else just thinking they're bigger than the club and nobody's bigger than this club so yeah an interesting one to see definitely you're right I don't think we'll see them the rest of the season I think this is one that's probably going to be dealt with more in the summer and they'll be kind of reassessed if you like in the summer and the decisions will be made from there but yeah well at least they come out and apologise I suppose that's all we can ask for but it's what we were expecting so I will go now so it's just I'll round up just a a few things Um, really so Obviously, um, there's been quite a lot happening <laughs> over the past couple of days. Um, Rangers have, have lost a, a, a massive part of the infrastructure that's been built this season. Um, and sadly, I have to announce that Neil McCann has left as the RTV pundit and he's went to Inverness, Cardone and Thistle um, as manager to the end of the season, I think, is it? Yeah, it's, an, in, it's an intern until John Robertson feels that he wants to better. come back, I think. yeah. Yeah. Had a bereavement so, in his family, so yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough. So good luck to Neil McCann. We'll be sadly missed on um, RTV for sure. And uh, it's a shame to see him go, but good luck to him. Um, hopefully see him back soon. If not, hopefully he gets a, 
a permanent job out it. Um, I, know the, yeah, I, know the, I know a replacement for Neil McCann who could come in the RTV studio. Scott Gemmell. Scotia, because he's a centre-half <laughs> at heart. He's a centre-half at heart, yeah. He could come in and be the... He could give the opinion on the defensive side of Rangers and opposition. Yeah. So I think and we've got it for the man there. As well, yeah. and he scored, a lot, he scored a lot of dodgy goals on FIFA 98 and 97, mate, as well. Uh, so, yeah, you could be right, and mate. And could he, he would want that Powerade drink that they give to him to drink because <laughs> he's got a pint of Terence Hill to have it. Just as well, my internet kind of skipped there and missed all what you were saying. <laughs> oh, you'll be able to catch up with it later, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> but yeah, no, good luck to Neil McCann. Um, he will be missed, and he's, he's arguably the the best putting down in Scotland, and probably all three of our opinions. Um, I love listening to him talk about football. So it's a it's a shame. Um, but good luck to him. And obviously, I can't. It'd be remiss of me not to mention that Neil McCann and Neil McCann, Neil Lennon has lost his job or has left his job or whatever you would like to like to say. So it'd be a, a big, a big miss for Rangers. And as you messaged um, earlier, Ali, on the 55th day of the year, <laughs> could not write it. So thank you, Neil. Um, we enjoyed this season. Um, see you later. Uh, and just the, the kind of last bit of Rangers related news if you like in adverted commas is about our, our new show that we'll be launching this week The Lounge um, so it'll be a kind of laid back chat with um, with guests um, that can announce that it'll be Chris from Rangers on Tour and Colin from the Gallant Few podcast that'll be joining us so make sure you you subscribe to us, follow us, um, so you can see when that's going to drop. It will be dropping um, this week at some point, so please check that out. So that'll do us for the news, gentlemen, and we'll jump on to preview our next game. Um, so Rangers welcome Antwerp to Ibrox on Thursday night for the second leg of our round, uh, the round of 32 tie in Europa League, with Rangers in a quite a good position um, to progress through, leading 4-3 on aggregate. So this morning, um, so Wednesday morning, if you like, was the press conference ahead of the game, and it was Stephen Gerrard and Joe Aribo that attended. The kind of main points from the press conference was um, Tav and Rufa still about three weeks away. Um, nothing's really changed in that regard. Ryan Jack's injury um, is not as bad as he first thought. He's got a small muscle bleed, but not any muscle damage. But it'll be a couple of weeks for him, but it won't be long term. And on the game tomorrow night, he said the key to this second leg is how we play out of possession. What we have, we have to be tough and difficult to play against. And in the opening stages, we will see if they have a high press or are prepared to sit in. We have to adapt on the job and be ready for what happens on the night. For me, the focus has to be on us and the problems we can cause at home to make our supporters proud. And just quickly, Jory Bowen, tomorrow night's game, says the occasion is great. We get a buzz playing in Europe. So obviously, they full interviews are on um, the Rangers uh, official YouTube channel, so you can go check them out there. Just jumping on to Antwerp, so just before we came on, I just quickly checked how they got on at the weekend there. Uh, they looked to have a very boring, uneventful, nothing each draw with, I'm not even going to try and say their name, but it's STVV. Um, they, I, I'm not even going to attempt their name, but it was a nothing each draw, so definitely on paper it didn't look very eventful. Uh, not scored, not in the scoring form that they showed against us anyway. But we had Rangers are entering the game, obviously scoring eight goals in two games. So, Ali, what's your what's your thoughts and what do you expect from tomorrow night? Oh, <laughs> I hope it's not the same as last Thursday. I could have cope with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I heard their manager come out after the game last week saying they should have scored six or seven goals. Apparently, they stuff turned us over or something like, like that. Yeah. Aye, which, I quite enjoy, which I quite enjoy because that's Gerard's team talk right away when he goes in there tomorrow night. So, <laughs> no, I like when they say these things because if that's the fact, they could have scored six or seven. 
we could have caught, scored about six or eight goals, whatever. So, yeah, they, I thought they were an all right team, Antwerp. Like I said, we've played a hell of a lot better teams in Europe this season and last season. I don't think they're that great. They're there to be got at. I think they'll come and have a go at us. I think they'll be very similar to the way they were the first leg, quite open. We don't need to be as open as we were. To our, to me, I think we can, not sit in, but I think we counter-attack them. That's that's what I would do. But yeah, I, I expect them to come at us. I think Scotia says the the guy up front, the guy who wants to go to Anderlecht, uh, he's up front, so he's available, I think, so he'll be back. But yeah, I I expect Rangers to go through. I mean, this they need to score two goals, this mob. I, I can't see them winning 2 0. I can't see us not scoring, basically. So, yeah, I would take a boring 1 0 1, like I said earlier on, or even a boring 0 0, to be honest, if they wanted to do another 0 0 like they did the weekend, that mob. So, yeah, as long as we get through it, I expect Rangers to go through, but nothing would surprise me in Europe, especially <laughs> after last week's game. Oh, so. no, I don't know. Don't say that, mate. I can't, I can't, I can't take another 4 3 game tomorrow night um, I, well, my heart won't be able to take it I don't think um, they are going to have to come and have a go they're going to need to try their hardest they, they have to They have to beat us and they have to beat us convincingly a chance of going through here so um, yeah I'm expecting quite an open game um, to be honest I, I, I think at first Rangers probably will just assess the situation as Gerard's saying see what they're planning to do um, hopefully not let them give Give us their best shot, but as you say, maybe look to catch on the counter. So, Scotia, what, what's your thoughts uh, ahead of the Antwerp game? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting that when Gerard came out and he said, you know, we're going to go out and play our own game. We're going to play to win. You know, we'll, we'll assess it as the game goes on and we'll develop as the game goes on. And so, what I got from that is that we'll maybe set out a certain way, and if it's not working, we'll fall into a different formation, or vice versa. You know, we'll maybe set out a wee bit more defensively, and if we're finding a wee bit of joy, we'll maybe go for it a wee bit more but it's it's all on Antwerp really they need those two goals to go through yeah Lam Kulze will be back I think he's their best player I mean that game against Standard Lage I watched them against he was their, their brightest spark he played at the weekend the, the, their other sort of main striker in Bocani he came off the bench at the weekend as well so it wouldn't surprise me if both of them start tomorrow because I, th- I think they do need to go for it whether or not they'll go for it straight away or kind of bide their time uh, I'm not sure but they definitely obviously they need those two goals so they'll definitely go for it so them two are back um, I noticed the keeper that went off against us the calamity boy um, <laughs> he went he went off at the weekend again with injury and that other Desvolt I think his name is came on but I think he'll their main keeper should still be okay so he'll probably be back in but it was quite interesting that that's two games in a row he's went off injured yeah, it was nil nil. They drew with a team that I think are sitting down about fifteenth, sixteenth. You know, they're at the very bottom, or not very bottom, but you know, very close to the bottom of the Belgian Pro League. Um, and that nil nil sort of seems to be their kind of typical low scoring tight game. That's like looking through their last few results as a part. They've not been very high scoring. They've not conceded many, but they've not scored many themselves either. I think last Thursday was just a freak event. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But I think, yeah, it's on Kenny Antwerp's shoulders to bring the game to us for it. Very much so, mate. As I say, I think the team they drew with, I think they were 10th or something or 11th. And, and, the, the 15th, and they, or the 15th, but they even 15th, more than that. Yeah. So they were, the, the, the stats as well from the game is that uh, 
V, whatever they were called, they there were like nine shots on goal, none of them on target, and like I think Antwerp had nine shots on goal when only two were on target, so it was like a 50-50 possession as well, so it seems like a pretty nothing game, to be honest, so I don't think they'll, they obviously, as I say, they are going to need to come here to try and kind of save into their season, because they're not going to win the league, um, so that they're going to need to try their best to kind of keep and kind of going in their, their season, so... I think it'll be an interesting game in terms of how they approach it. I mean, if they go gung-ho at us, I think Rangers will pick them off. I really do. I think we could probably comfortably win that game if we manage to keep a, a, a clean sheet while they while they attack and keep the, 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 the ball out and ball out our net, then I think we could we could probably pick them off. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they plan to do, Scott. Do you want to go? Yeah, what I was going to say is they've got a game on Monday night that I think if they win that, similar to us, they secure themselves Champions League football. Or at least right. the qualifiers for it. Obviously, we we secured that at the weekend there, um, although it was never in doubt. Um, but I think they've got a game on Monday night as well that they can sh- ensure them the qualification into the Champions League next season. Um, that's Boisek. He's obviously in, in defence um, because he got them sent off. I think he's, the, he's their main one from last week that's missing through suspension so yeah uh, I'm looking forward to it as I say it's, I hope it's one of the games I wish I was going to because even though we are in quite a commanding position the place would be absolutely rocking for it because as soon as Rangers score I think if we get the first goal then it pretty much ties up the ties up the game and Rangers I'm pretty sure will game manage it out so yeah looking forward to it um, remember it's a, a 5-6 to six kickoff um, tomorrow night on BT Sports or obviously if you're going to do it via the the what's it called the virtual match ticket Scotia is that what it was called yeah I think it's the virtual match ticket it's called yeah virtual match ticket so starts um, at half 5 I think starts at half 5 yeah so it'll be a 5-6 to six kickoff BT Sport um, just remember that's not 8 o'clock so we will go with starting 11s gentlemen so, I'm not really sure if they'll be... I think the team's quite predictable, if I'm going to be honest. I think I'll be shocked if we don't pick the same team. I, I, I really yeah. would. Um, I think there's maybe one or two that we could maybe be um, kind of mixed on. So, Scott, do you, want to, do you want to go first, mate? Yeah, I'll just run through my team. I've got some stuff to add, so I'll let you do your team and then I'll add it afterwards, if that's okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for um, Shagger. Balogun, Goldson, Hellander, Barisic, Kamara, Davis, Arfield, Kent, Morelos, Aribo. I think Ali. That's my team as well. That's my team as well. Right, Yeah, one of the things I wanted to raise and watch out for, and this kind of plays into something Ali said at the start that he doesn't think he'll will see any of the COVID breach players. Balogun's sitting on a yellow card, or two yellow cards. If he gets booked tomorrow night and we go through, he'll miss the first leg of the last 16. Jack probably won't be back in time for that. So you're potentially scratching your head for a right-back at that point. Something to watch out. Arfield at right-back, you think? He's, he's mentioned Arfield and I says to Carney as well. He mentioned Kamara. <laughs> no, Jack. No, I know. I mean, I get what you're saying about the the right back situation. I mean, is Simpson in the is Simpson in the Europa League? Yeah, but team he's left. He's left. He's left. Oh, so he is. Aye. Well, that's a that's a tricky one. That. But when? Oh, no, is, Patterson, but, Pat, but when's, when's the next? When, when's the next round of the Europa League? Though, because Tab's out for three weeks. 
11th of March. I think it'll come just a week too soon for Tav. Okay, okay. Probably Jack as well. And, you know, it's one of those ones if I expect us to get through. Depends who we ultimately get in the team. But, yeah, I thought that was something to just keep an eye on, that you know, Balogun's sitting a yellow card away from. Is he the only one in a booking? The, 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 oh, there's um, one, two, three, four, seven other players. I'm not counting Tav, Bassi or Zungu, but there's seven other players sitting in one booking. So they would need to get booked twice sort of in the next two games to miss the second leg of the last 16. And then it gets all gets scrapped for the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. So it's really yeah. just Balogun that's the, the concern, I would say. And particularly because he's playing right back, he's looked good when he's come in. But you're never sure that it, because it's not his natural position that he might make a clumsy challenge further up the pitch that can get that booking. He's a yeah. stick on to get booked now since you said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he's a stick on to get booked. Yeah, like absolutely stick on to get booked now. And now he's got me thinking, right? So, well, and, and if say he does get booked, then Parsons clear to play in the Europa League, isn't he? Aye. Yeah, so there's no doubt in my mind then that he would play him. I don't think. I think. I think the 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 cause would come first before it, and I think Parson would be a very very lucky boy. So Bargain's probably going to get booked now as well. So Parson might have to play. That's an interesting one, that though. Well, Ali, would you be raging if Patterson gets played, if Balogun gets suspended? <laughs> I wouldn't be raging. I want this to go through, but I don't think he deserves to be in it. But for the cause, though. For the cause? Oh, he's already said Scott Arfield, Glenn Kamara can slot in there. I know it makes the midfield I, light. I don't know. Glenn Kamara cannot play right back. I'm sorry. that's That can't happen. You never I, know. Remember when Joe Aribo played? Was it left back or something? I thought he was really good at left yeah. back. But you never know. I think there's there's scope for Arfield maybe to cover there. There's also scope for a change in formation, by the way, as well. Yeah. Like he could, he could change the formation for a game. <clears throat> be interesting to see that, but yeah, that's one to definitely keep an eye on, I would think. Right, so score predictions. Ali, do you want to go first? Yep. I'm going positive. I think they'll come at us. I think it'll leave. They were so open against us. I think there'll be a lot of gaps to get in at them. I'm going to go 3 1. I think they will score, but 3 1 to Rangers. Scotia, you're laughing now. You've probably got the same scoreline. Yeah, no, same scoreline for exactly the same reasons. I think they're going to have to come at us and we can maybe exploit them. And in the breakaway, yeah, I'm going for three one. Three one. Oh, I, I, I've wrote down two one, but I'm thinking it might be two now. Now, just after we've kind of spoke about it, initially I thought two one. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with two now. I'll go with two now. I don't think they'll score. Um, I think Rangers will be will be too good for us. I think if Rangers get the first goal, I think it's pretty much going to take the wind out of their sails. I don't see them being too up for it. If, we get another goal. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to it, though. Um, my goal scorers, I'm going to say Buff and Aribo. I'll go Kent. Kent, first goal scorer. Scott? I reckon Morelos will score a couple and don't care who else. Um, oh, another good news as well, <laughs> we've, not get any, we've not got any Bulgarian referees for tomorrow night. The boys pull. Oh, with thank us, so. God. Oh, thank God. Has he, definitely, has he definitely refereed a football match before? <laughs> I had actually had a wee look at him I think he's been refereeing since 2010 Got his FIFA licence To referee in European games 2013 I think So He would, have to, be, he would have to go some To beat that referee last Thursday Let's be honest He would have to proper go some To be worse than that guy That guy was absolutely shocking man But yeah fingers crossed for a 
an uneventful game and uh, an, an, a routine one for Rangers. So that'll do us um, for a show. So just a, a few things to wrap up with. Um, we're still raise, trying to raise £555 for MND Scotland. By making a £1 donation via our Facebook page, you'll be entered into a raffle and have a chance of winning a fantastic framed printed artwork of Fernando Rickson and a copy of the book Fernando Rickson, The Final Battle. Head over to our Facebook page, the pin post at the top, it will tell you everything that you need to do to enter. There's only a, a next Saturday, so a weekend Saturday is when it will be closing, so not long to get yourself in with a chance of winning this. It's just a pound to enter. If you can donate more, magic, that would be great, but it is only one pound to donate um, and to be entered into the raffle. So thank you to everyone so far for donating, and thank you if you're going to donate in advance. So, gentlemen, um, that will do us for today. We'll obviously be back tomorrow night um, for a, a match reaction after the Antwerp game so Ali again thanks very much for your time today mate no problem looking forward to tomorrow and Scotia thank you mate yeah thanks back to work so that I can sneak away early tomorrow to catch the game because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going far is it priorities priorities uh, and as always thank you to all for listening um, as again just like subscribe follow follow and share anywhere that you can um, it really does support us it really does help us get out there to as many like minded rangers folks so um, keep your eyes peeled as well for the no- and your notifications turned on for our new show The Lounge dropping towards the end of this week as I said we will be back tomorrow night uh, with an immediate match reaction pod after the Antwerp game so we are club at 22 The Rangers podcast cheers <laughs>